Happy Christmas to all. <laughs> this is Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song by song podcast. Episode 038, Deck the Halls. What's that song all about? Deck the Halls is a song which has long been associated with the joys of Christmas, but it actually derived from the Welsh New Year's Eve carol Nels Galant. Although first published in 1794, the tune goes back much further than that. The earliest known rendition dates back to the 16th century and was more about getting liquored up on New Year's than about putting up your Christmas decorations. Like most folk songs, musicians and songwriters added their own personal touches, which has since become cemented into the tune. John Serial Hughes first published his lyrics to the song in the 1700s. A variety of folk musicians later added the middle part, then in 1862, Scotsman Thomas Oliphant wrote his English lyrics, which are pretty close to the song we know and love today. But you're wondering what I'm doing. What are you doing? Decking the halls. With, With bows of holly. <laughs> Your annual Christmas joke, funny as ever. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. So, we have a Christmas carol from ELO. And it's not bad. I actually kind of like it. I think it's neat how they mix modern synthesizers, well, modern Eric. for 1974, Eric. With the, the big Eric. orchestra that they Eric. had there on Elder... Eric! Hmm? That's not ELO. Oh. That's Mannheim's Steamroller. Oh. I thought maybe this was a ELO because they orchestra and synth. I don't know. Um, uh, I really wanted to do a Christmas episode. Uh, can we just start this uh, over again? Happy Christmas to all. <laughs> this is Face the Music. An electric light orchestra song by song podcast. Christmas episode number one. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And uh, to start right off, yes, I knew that was Mannheim Steamroller. But when I first heard it when I was 15, I thought, that's ELO. They did a Christmas song. How cool. Because it's got synthesizers and an orchestra. And I thought maybe it was like Christmas 74 or 75. Maybe it was on a B-side or a promo single, which meant, oh my god, I'm never going to be able to find this. But I was relieved to find out it was Mannheim Steamroller. So ELO never did a Christmas song. I love Christmas music. I'll go out of my mind if I don't hear Wonderful Christmas Time. Like Paul McCartney, I know other people disagree, but I love it. And I love ELO. I love Christmas. I'm glad ELO didn't do a Christmas song. It brings, I guess maybe, I don't know if, if dignity is the word I'm looking for, to the ELO name, because even though I love Christmas music and I have nothing against Paul McCartney or John Lennon or Nat King Cole or even Spike Jones for doing Christmas songs, there is still this partially part of it that it's a cash grab from the artist. Because if you make a good one that everybody loves, people buy it every year, you get the royalties from airplay, so it's a nice Christmas bonus at the end of the year. I'm glad ELO did not take that route. 
I have no doubt that Jeff Lynne, after 1974, would have made a, a fantastic Christmas song, but it just, I, it just, it wouldn't, I don't, I don't like the idea of ELO holidaying it up. It just doesn't quite fit the band. Yeah, it uh, doesn't quite, and I can't really picture them doing anything too Christmassy, to tell you the truth. Yeah. It's not like Greg Lake, where, yeah, I believe in Father Christmas kind of fits a little bit of the later ELP stuff, but yeah, definitely I cannot imagine Jeff Lynne deciding that it's time to sing Oh Holy Night. <laughs> hey, we love Jeff Lynne, but that's not really the voice for it. Yeah. So since ELO never did a Christmas song, but I really wanted to do a Christmas episode because I friggin' love Christmas. But ELO-related people, people who came from ELO, have done Christmas songs. At first I thought, well, we'll just cover all the ELO-related Christmas songs in one episode. But uh, my friend, Shaz Kuyama, who does an online ELO radio show and just astounds me with how much she knows about ELO, she said, these ELO-related people have done Christmas songs, and it's a lot. And since we're going to be doing this podcast for a couple years, we'll just do one song every Christmas for the next, I don't know, three or four years. So this Christmas, I picked Roy Wood's I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. Pretty hard on Roy for the first album, deservedly so. So I picked this one because, at least for me, give Roy a break and show that, yeah, I do like Roy Wood. Although this is Wizard. Same diff. And I like this one. I think it's Christmassy while still sounding Wizard. There was this thing about Roy where he would mix everything just like it sounded like he pushed everything up and made it muddy sounding. I don't think this one sounds muddy. Not as muddy as the other stuff that he's done. I like the little jingle bells, the, the thing at the end. I like the children's choir. Even though I'm not really crazy about children's choir, that can be so overused. But I think he does it in a way that isn't so... Well, here's the children's choir. And I like it, and I listen to it every year. I was wondering if the sound that I was hearing was because it was on YouTube, or if it was just so poorly produced. So now you just made it clear <laughs> of why it sounded like the production sounds like if you left a cassette out in the sun. <laughs> for too long. For the most part, it sounds like if Slade decided to do a Christmas song, because this was the glam rock era, and Wizard was not a prog rock band. They were a glam rock band. Yeah. And so we got a glam rock Christmas song with children's choirs. And I know you said you don't mind it, but there's a reason when they did the most unwanted music back in the late 90s and did a poll and then slapped it all together in the worst music they could. One of the top things that people hated 
was having to listen to children sing. <laughs> and I agree with that. I do too. This song is not as much of a train wreck as it could have been, but yeah, by the end of it, all of a sudden we got children <laughs> coming in and singing on top of everything else. The lyrics, the lyrics to this are... Well, I would say the lyrics to it are quite insipid. They're pretty much standard-issue Christmas lyrics, yeah. Exactly, and I've become more of a Christmas song fan in some cases, but not for this type of thing. (laughs) It's not just this song that I have this problem with. Songs that say, wouldn't it be great if it was Christmas every day? And no, no, it would not. I love Christmas. If I could, I would marry Christmas and make sweet, sweet love to it every single day. Jesus is watching you. (laughs) Yeah. But having Christmas every day would kill all the fun of Christmas. It would just get boring. It would just be nothing to it. It would just be uh, Monday. Actually, there's an old-time radio show from 1946, The Henry Morgan Show. It's called Christmas Story, and it points this out. Goodbye and Merry Christmas. And Santa... Yes? How about not coming tomorrow? Not come tomorrow? Yes. Oh, I'd love to, children. My feet are killing me. (laughs) But you know, it's Christmas every day. It was your idea. See you tomorrow. Christmas, you know. Oh, those bells. (laughs) I think I'll put in the buzzer. Well, goodbye. You know, kids... Christmas all year round is awesome. That is so true. And Halloween is my favorite holiday, and that's the way I feel about that as well. Is Halloween comes on October 31st. I look forward every year to October 31st. Mm-hmm. It would take out a lot of my enjoyment of October 31st showing up if every day was Halloween. Yeah. Even though you look back at how we dressed in the 80s, some people may think that that's what happened at one point. But Yeah, well, especially if you're a goth person. Hey, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Halloween's my second favorite holiday, so yeah, it, every day, it's, no, it kills it. And as for the lyrics, maybe I can put some cynicism in it that maybe, if you see it, look at it a different way. And I didn't even think about this until last night when I gave it a listen. It starts with a register, bells, and the drawer opening, and cash. So maybe, if you want to, look at the song as if it's from somebody who's a store owner, who runs a store. And Christmas is just a big haul of money every year. So the store owner just wishes it could be Christmas every day, so we could really, really make lots and lots of money. Maybe, but I'll stick with some of my favorites, like Retenders and 2,000 Miles, and Ramones, and Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. Also good. And... Nat King Cole's entire Christmas album. That's a freaking perfect Christmas album. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that album. This is Nat King Cole with a sincere wish for good health and happiness to you and your loved ones as we celebrate this special day. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I love this song so much that I never want to stop dancing to that song. I want to dance to it all night. But I might get tired. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast and get some good 
goodies at patreon.com slash ELOPod. Happy Christmas to all, and to all, a good night.